Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. In a previous video, audio that is, uh, Thomas and I looked over the uh, Satoshi Nakamoto big reveal and we were looking at part one and then later today part two was going to be revealed followed the next day by part three. Well I guess they got a little antsy so they decided to combine part two and three and this is supposed to disclose previously unknown facts about uh, Satoshi Nakamoto's creation of Bitcoin. He also reveals, so he says, the status of his 980,000 Bitcoins and his real-life identity. But, of course, we have some other things to say about this very poorly written dossier. Can you make sure to look up his real name so we can give it out because that's the big reveal that's in the part two and three as you just pointed out betsy and um james con yes con <laughs> james con uh -huh. also the cia oftentimes use the accounts of dead actors well let's just go ahead his uh name is bill al khalid khalid and i will make sure to put that on the screen and his full name is james Bilal khalid khan thank you he is a con and he is a con and what's really funny is just before we came up to do this, there was um, one of your team pointed out to me that there was a note from someone who states that they are the living Satoshi Nakamoto and that they have written a book and they referred us to the book. And so I went and looked at the book on Amazon. They challenged us to find anything that could weaken their story as presented in this book. And listen, I don't have to read the book. And I can tell you the weakness of it is just glaring in that by the end they make uh, Satoshi Nakamoto to be a group identity, uh, basically a group soul, basically a, well, there's many names for it. Uh, 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 we'll just call it a group soul. I won't use the Latin and the German terms. But the point is, is that they all think the people who were handed the alert keys and the code repository, which was handed over by supposedly this mythical Satoshi Nakamoto, was handed over to the guy who runs it now to this very day, Gavin Anderson. Well, Gavin Anderson doesn't even know that he's being used by the rogue CIA working through the BCCI. But the big reveal by this person who claims to be Satoshi, uh, what's his name? James Khan. Let's just call him what he is, James Khan. So James Khan is supposedly a Pakistani-born uh, person who has lived a lot and may even be a citizen in England. And somehow, magically, he got three different degrees online through uh, American universities. And somehow he came to America, though he was as poor as can be. This whole story is the most pathetic, sad story about a guy who just fouled up everything, according to him. According to James Kahn in the big reveal here about the real Satoshi Nakamoto and the real true story, he never did anything right. And he tells you in the first reveal, he didn't write any code. He didn't do anything. He got Hal Finney and the cyberpunks to do it for him. And let's not forget the most important thing nobody's saying here, not in the book that I just looked at, and certainly not in the big reveal, which I'm making a joke with Betsy that it was probably written by Glenn Simpson of uh, Fusion GPS and his wife Mary McCoby because it's written as poorly as the Russian PP dossier. I mean, from the first sentence on, you can't believe it. 
I mean, you, if, as long as you pass fifth grade, you certainly can't believe this story. And it's written so poorly that in the first section of the reveal, it was written in terrible English to try to make us feel sorry for the writer, I guess, though it was supposedly written through this company that takes people's stories. And well, 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 it doesn't have a track record. This company with this website has no other blog on it except for this one. It's called Ivy McClemore, and they claim that they're this big outfit on Madison Avenue. Well, for it's just bogus. This is the typical CIA bogus stuff we see all the time. It's probably Fusion GPS under another name, uh-huh. just as we've pointed out. Plus, um, what are they really doing uh, this is just a bad story to convince you of, once you read the whole thing, one thing. And he's only asking one thing. And that's that you help him restore a Bitcoin to the original idea that he came up with, which was to restore the integrity of the worst CIA, well-known, prosecuted Pakistani bank, BCCI. He wants to restore... The honor of BCCI, because why? As we told you in the last video, he is basically trying to say that he, James Kahn, who was at the bottom of the registry for BCCI, actually the BCCI.net, which we are basically being told that that's really the new Bitcoin, that he's going to transform Bitcoin somehow. We don't know how. But he's going to come back and just like he did the first time with his brilliant, fantastic idea, which is a lie. He didn't get involved in, uh, until um, basically four years after Hal Finney had already created the possibility for hash trees to be turned into blockchains that could then uh, supposedly verify any type of information that was put into it. Well, we hear in the first reveal and then the second and third reveal that were together, that again, he, this James Kahn, who says he was the original uh, Satoshi, says that he really just tried to get away from it at, because he lost all 980,000 coins that he had earned as the first person who created it and as the first person who created the, the Genesis block which was the first transactions that ever happened with Bitcoin, and that he was the first miner of that Genesis block. Okay? Now, you can do the math if you want. I did the math, and it is impossible. He couldn't have earned 980. It doesn't take much math. Well, what I what I find very confusing is that in this narrative, as he describes how he conceived of this, he talks about numerology and astrology. And I'm going, oh my gosh, I do not want a financial system in the blockchain or wherever where the inventor is using numerology and astrology to do it. Well, actually, that is um, preschool numerology. Yeah, it's so basic that on the first page of any book of numerology, it will go beyond that. And then his definitions of some of the numbers are absolutely out to lunch. And then he basically just makes up numbers so that he can verify dates that he started supposedly these things. And that's supposed to prove to you that he started them, that, that the first domain was started on that date because he chose it numerologically in relationship to his fake name, which... Sorry, but in this reveal, let's call it reveal one and reveal two, 
remember two is two and three, he says how Finney gave him that name. How Finney knew Dorian uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, who lived down the street and was a friend of his, and that's where the name came from. And then in the second reveal, after saying he came up with it through numerology, he says, no, how Finney gave it to him. How Finney and the cyberpunks invented all of it. They're basically the inventors of this. They wanted to invent something that would not involve a bank or involve bank clearance or involve technically, he wants to say, James Kahn, that it was for the little person who couldn't get a bank account in a foreign country. He gives this stupid excuse in the first one that why he needed to create a new banking system, which supposedly has no central bank, it has no bank, it has no location, and it has no administrator. All of those are lies. Each and every one of those is a jam-packed lie. It's kind of like, you know, the bigger the lie, the easier it is to sell it. And that's what the CIA is trying to do here. So we told you who really created it. But now let's go back for, to James Kahn. Why did it, did James Kahn not reveal his name in the first one? Because we'd all laugh. James Kahn? James Kahn, the actor? Or, or, or he's a con job or whatever? The point is, the CIA uses dead actors and actresses for their accounts. They keep their accounts alive. This is so well known, it's absurd. So James Kahn, hello? And then BCCI is on the same form. And the only time he shows his name as James Kahn is with the BCCI creation of the BCCI.net, which he says is a continuation of BCCI, which he says is where he got inspired to create Bitcoin. What he's really saying is he is an idiot Pakistani, who I would love to know how he came into this country. Well, let's talk a little bit about his background at the National Health Service. What did that tell you right off the bat? Well, he's worked for the Brits. He's worked for the Americans. He's worked in all these... He came, First off... Hello, that's Circo. Yes. And he, first off, let's, let's consider his story. He starts off as a Pakistani who for some reason keeps going to Britain and then to America to five different locations where he supposedly planted computers that he accessed for years and years to come, even though he says in his second part of his story, his big reveal, that he lost his passwords because someone hacked his account years and years ago so he couldn't access those computers. But in the second part of the story, first part of the story, he says he accessed all of them. And that's how he appeared magically at different IP addresses in different locations, five in America, Pakistan, UK, and other places, to cover all the bases to so that he's he is supposedly is Satoshi. What does it really tell you? No, there were like seven or eight or ten people who started this off and they were all CIA and they're in different parts, mostly America, but also with the intelligence agencies in Pakistan to work with BCCI and Britain because BCCI is allowed through Britain, just like HSBC and all the other corrupt British banks. So he's a Pakistani who supposedly... Just out of the blue, call uh, contacts Hal Finney and says, I noticed that you were able to do this magical thing and get the first absolute verified, uh, basically, uh, the way that it's a, it's a cryptological hash tree, but it's a, it's a blockchain that, that can be used for verification. If the first and every single block after that is completely verified 
And the first one has to be so purified, it's called the Genesis block, right? So he supposedly didn't invent the Genesis block or anything of that. The Basically, the proof that you were able to have the exchange is what Hal Finney came up with. And that was already through the CIA. It had already come out through InQtel. It was nothing new. Uh, this was back in 2004. And so Hal Finney was obviously a, a, a hacker who was an, a brilliant uh, cyber warrior not working for the government. And so he had to be brought in to the fold. And so what happened? He got contacted by a Pakistani. Now, absolutely, Hal Finney would have how uh, would have been able to know that it was a Pakistani who was contacting him. Plus, we hear in the first version that his English was so bad, and that Hal was his buddy, and Hal helped him, and he told Hal his big idea, and Hal thought his big idea was the most brilliant idea ever. So Hal decided to write code for him. Those are all lies. There was no one individual. There was a group of people. And who did they contact? Hal Finney. And they said, can you do this for us? And he said, I don't know. We'll work on it with my cyberpunks. They came up with the source code. That source code later, do not forget, just like IBM Eclipse Foundation source code was stolen as a patent, so was this. But it wasn't a patent. It was the IP. It was the, um, what does Michael call it? The trade secrets. It was the uh, intellectual property that Hal was creating for the CIA agents unknowingly being told it was going to be something that saved the world and stopped central banks and there'd be no central administrator. And But who? wait, hold it. The alert keys and on all of the, uh, the codes and where the codes were and the code repository was controlled by Satoshi Nakamoto. So anyone who wants to say there wasn't an administrator is stupid. Anyone who wants to say that there weren't complete control of someone being able to look in and see every single transaction is stupid. Anyone who says, and that's the reason I said from the beginning, this cannot be. And if you go to the top people in the world, they'll tell you it's a scam. There was never any money it was fake. And it started off with dark money. And we know that hundreds of millions, $700 million in dark money was the first money spent on Bitcoin. Okay. But the first transaction was 10,000 Bitcoin for two pizzas from Papa John's. That was the first Genesis block that sent the transaction to Hal from Satoshi. Uh-oh. All transactions went to Satoshi because he had the alert keys that could say that someone wished to have a transaction that would basically create what we call the authentication certification keys. In other words, the crypto key that says, yeah, you're cool. You can do this. We can do this. I can prove that I have in that block the money and you can prove that you own that money or whatever, and we're going to pay it out and we're going to do it and we're going to do it absolutely verified. It took years after that for them to, for Bitcoin to really get going. And during that time, Satoshi disappeared and it was handed over to Hal mostly and a few communications from Satoshi, sometimes in one language or another, in bad English, it, from Pakistan, from Israel, from America, from Britain, you name it, people all over the place contacting Hal and the cyberpunks. And so they thought it was a collective, a group of people. And that's really what it was. So in the end, when Satoshi, after Hal died, gave the full keys over to Gavin 
as well as where they kept the codes. In other words, where the server banks were, where the code repository was, where the alert keys were being controlled. In other words, the central bank of Bitcoin was in fact in the hands of this collective. Hal didn't know that, so when he wrote the code and gave it out to the world as open source, and so did the cyberpunks, remember, Satoshi wrote none of that code. And in this James Kahn reveal, it says he didn't know. He didn't. Later, he learned about it, and he got jobs in America. How did he get to America being a Pakistani, coming through Britain, Oh, I can tell you that. That was a lottery, just like Imran Awan, just like all the Pakistani uh, intelligence agencies who come out of Pakistan and particularly representing the BCCI. They come to America, and they've been coming since the time of Jimmy Carter. BCCI was the money behind Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter didn't know he was being played by the rogue CIA, but he was. So Satoshi, James Kahn, had to say that the bcci.net was going to be the new Bitcoin. So that's what's being said. James Kahn, Satoshi, says that James Kahn, the con artist, is going to create a new Bitcoin to make up for all of the ills of bad Bitcoin. But he also says he has no money. He also says that four or five times in his life since then, the reason that he dropped out of contact was because he lost the coins... Okay, you can't lose the coins when you're the guy who invented them. And you sent your computer off, but you didn't take the hard drive out. You believed that they wouldn't wipe it clean. Are you oh, stupid? Wait, no, but he's supposed to be a genius. Yeah, oh, he's a genius, but Not he genius. didn't back no. up his hard no, drive. No, this sounds a lot like the missing Epstein body. You know, th- yeah. these people, when they are being confronted with their crimes, they will literally discard they will hammer, they will bleach bit the evidence. Well, this is just like who's Q. Remember when Alex... Oh, my. At- All right, now, wait a minute. Let me just say something first before you go. Because everybody's going to be screaming about Bitcoin. We don't, we don't care if you hold Bitcoin. We don't care if you hold it until it reaches a million dollars or if it crashes. We're giving you our opinion about it since a year or so ago. We were talking about Bitcoin, and now it has arisen again in this form, and we want to let our audience know where we are and are thinking about it. So this is not to bash Bitcoin. If that's a great experience for you, go for it. And as far as Q goes... We'll get the Q bashing. I don't care if you're a Q supporter or not. We are so beyond that now. Well, the point is, is they want to know who Q is. Some say it's the CIA. Some say it was friends of Jerome Corsi and Alex. And some say it was Cicada 3301. Well, it was all of the above. And that's the point. And so what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin was created out of nothing to see what could happen. It was an experiment. It was like the dark net. And what happened with the dark net? It became the home of criminals because they were too stupid to understand that there was a back door and everything and that the government was keeping track of all of it. So what happened? They got the criminals there by luring them in with government-owned pedophilia sites, thousands of the sites. So the biggest pedophilia on the internet was put out by our U.S. government as an entrapment for dirty money and anybody who wanted to buy into pedophilia, they would use a credit card or they would use some type of secure transfer, which is what we're talking about with Bitcoin. And that's the reason 
Facebook, one of the reasons Facebook was going to have a Bitcoin from the beginning, so that they could track the evil. So they, they were going to have a cryptocurrency. Yes, okay. Libra, whatever you want to call it. And, well, I don't know what it was called back then, right. but now it was reinvented and called Libra. We call it Libra 666 because of those three little wavy numbers. And it's straight up, uh, you know, a mark of the beast. We call it mark of the Zucker beast. So the internet was used as a way to entrap people, on, the, particularly in the dark net. And so Bitcoin, when it first really started getting popular, and in a, in a matter of a, a few years was hundreds of millions, 700 million dollars in Bitcoin was exchanged on the dark net. Okay, so that's where the real money went down to begin with before the banks got in and started making sure everybody had to pay their taxes on it before the coin exchanges started being hit by the government and being looked at because they were pieces of junk. 750,000 coins came up missing from one coin exchange. You have uh, $450 million worth of hacking from one single hacking on one day of two crypto coins. Now, the point is, Bitcoin was the excuse to come out with a source code that was free, open source, because supposedly the cyberpunks and HAL gave it to the world. And then all these other crypto coins came out of that. They used the same exact source code. Why? Because it was created by the CIA. And every single one of these crypto coins are being monitored by not only the rogue CIA, but the CIA in America and the FBI, especially counterintelligence. The whole thing is a counterintelligence operation, just like Facebook. It was, what was it called, LifeLog, and then from one day to the next, when they got the code stolen from leader technology, it became Facebook. Same thing, uh, what you call Google was Memex, what you call your own personal profile that you can make uh, with Google and or with Facebook, that was called Total Information Awareness or Marina or the, all these different names. They change them all the time. We've already revealed all of these things to everyone. If you go back and look at our intelligence reports. The point is, we told you from the beginning, it has to be the CIA because there's no money there. We told you from the beginning that they're going to drive it up as high as they can. And that's the reason John McAfee, who before he was with McAfee and Associates, was with uh, Lockheed Martin uh, with their intelligence group, the uh, Bose Allen Hamilton, their intelligence group. He had his own intelligence group just before McAfee uh, antivirus. That antivirus wasn't an antivirus. It was a backdoor into all of your programs. He says that. He says it's the worst program ever written. He's ashamed of it now that he's turned on them. And all of the big Silicon Valley people have all turned on their original companies because they had to sell out so they could get their money out of it and move on to the new thing, which they hope they won't get caught for. But Bitcoin will go down. And when it goes down, so will the open source uh, blockchain technology, uh, basically IP, that was created by Hal Finney and the cyberpunks. It was not created by Satoshi Nakamoto. That was the CIA listening in on you. So you all who just wrote us saying, go and look at the book, I'll challenge you right now without reading the book any day of the week, and I will prove that you are wrong because I'm going to ask you some real simple questions. What makes you think that Bitcoin isn't located in a certain location? It had to have been or it couldn't have been created. That's just sheer cyber imagination on your part. That's an illusion. You can talk all day long with me. You're not going to convince me of that because there is no such thing. That's like saying... 
oh, Amazon really does keep our data in the clouds. No, really, up there in the clouds, you know where weather is created? No, it's in a warehouse. And they have every one of those servers has a back door on it. That's what they're doing, spying. That's what Bitcoin was doing, spying. It was the dark net of cryptocurrency when they saw that the IMF's uh, form of international currency and the UN's form of international currency wasn't going to work out. So they had to bring one forward as an experiment. And that's the reason John McAfee, straight up CIA, who's now poor as can be because he took way too many uh, uh, weird drugs down in South America, in Guatemala, and so on and so forth. Uh, the point is, is that he's out there screaming, go buy it, go buy it. And in fact, they're still playing the game. It's just like the stock market. It is a gambling game. It is a, a roulette wheel. And people ask, they say, well, if y'all know all these evils about Bitcoin, why did you buy it? And I go, look, I could go into a casino and buy some chips. You know, I mean, they're chips until I cash it out. And when they cash it out, it's the dollars. So you can play in that casino, but you need to know it's a casino and you need to know when to cash out. It's very easy to play the games. When the stock market goes down, all you'd have to do is buy, especially if you buy FANG, because it's going right back up. I mean, after a $5 billion fine, Facebook only went down for about two hours, it went down a few percent. And then they screamed that Mark lost, you know, $15 billion today. No, but the next day he gained back $17 billion. So it's a fake market. And if you don't believe that, look at the price of silver. Why does the price of silver go up and down twice a year? When you figure that out, you figured out how the big banks actually cover themselves. So it's real simple to figure out that Bitcoin was nothing more than a Ponzi scheme. And that just like you can blame uh, all these mysterious things out there on anything you want. But look, just look at their fruit. Uh, the James Khan who's coming out, he has no fruit. He's a Pakistani who came into this country who doesn't want to tell us how he came into this country. I'm sorry, but his photo looks really, it looks like one of those deep fakes. I don't, we don't even know if he's real. He won't name, really? he won't name really any places that you can check. He keeps throwing out all his different names. He says, this is his legal name. That's his legal name. But then he uses his nickname as his surname. And then he, da, 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 and he's covered all of the different writing styles that the different CIA agents used when they were contacting Hal and the cyberpunks. And so all the reveal is, was, is, is simply some really dumb, uh, and I mean dumb, I mean stupid, not dumb, really stupid CIA rogue agents went to Wikipedia and they tried to use that story. Well, who writes Wikipedia? Uh, that would be the Global Engagement Center because it's broadcasting, isn't it? So every speck of it is controlled by the board, of, the Broadcasting Board of Governors, the Department of Defense, and the Global Engagement Center. So Read Wikipedia, then read the big reveal. And what you're going to see is it's exactly the same because that's all they're going to give you. That's the narrative. But it doesn't tell you and doesn't answer any questions. Uh, and then what the reveal is trying to tell you is, oh, feel sorry for me because, you know, throughout my entire life, I feel as I'm a failure and I don't want to be a failure. I want to be like that Nigerian prince. I'm dying and I want to give you $54 million if you give me your bank account. And that's what this story is. It's like, it's like when uh, Jerome and Alex said that they knew 
Q because he worked in the Army Security Agency in the Pentagon and they just hung up on the phone with him and that they had lunch with him the week before. But then when the questioned by the authorities, they say that was not true. Well, everybody wants to know the secret stuff. And that's the reason we came across this book on Amazon because these people. So here I'm saying to the people who say they are the collective and that we are all Satoshi Nakamoto. No, I'm not. And no, you're not. Because Satoshi is the rogue CIA who worked with BCCI and created Optech. Optech is the software that still controls elections throughout the world and particularly here in America. And it was Lord Mark Malik Brown, if you want specifically who did that. And he worked with Jimmy Carter. And remember, it was Jimmy Carter who brought in the SIS, which is the basis of the shadow government. And based upon what? Paying technology people to come into our government, control it, and give them all kinds of um, benefits. You know, like Bruce Orr, after he got fired from Robert Mueller's special counsel, he got a big bonus that year. No, no, no. Uh, no, Bruce Orr wasn't on the special counsel. Are you talking about Peter Strzok? No, no, Bruce, Bruce Orr. Orr was on the special counsel. He he got kicked off because of his associate his wife's association on, with. Well, it must have been early on then. Wow. Bruce was the coordinator. This is just so egregious. It's All disgusting. It. It's so disgusting that they're you, the people who handled know? it. Who handled it first? Andrew Weissman. Nellie Orr had a desk at the DOJ. We uh, Don't even get me started. The whole Robert Mueller investigation was doing, the most corrupt thing in U.S. history. She's probably doing Fusion GPS right there in the DOJ. I believe this document of the reveal of Satoshi was written by Fusion GPS. It's the same exact style. First style, that was Glenn Simpson insisting on his way of doing well, it. Maybe they got some help from one of those fancy lawyers up there at Perkins Coie to help them write so it's actually better than what it would have been. Well, they co- should have called in Cody Shira and they should have got a Blumenthal's input and Hillary's input because you can see the two styles in the Russian PP dossier and they are the styles of Glenn Simpson and Mary McCoby. And remember, she said, never discredit him. He wrote it all. So when we're talking about Bitcoin, it was written, at, this reveal was written probably by the same type of at least intelligence, if not by the same people. And as I've often pointed out, if you could see the bank account of Fusion GPS, you would see the corruption of America and you would see who to go after and who to arrest, Bill Barr. Now, Bitcoin, what's going to happen with it? Here in the story, the only takeaway is, feel sorry for me, James Kahn, and all of my lying about numerology and astrology and, and, and uh, cryptology. He doesn't know anything. And he proves it in what he's written. And what does he say? Please, I would be so... Ha- I would thank the person from now until forever if you could help me recover my 980,000 bitcoins that I got from mining the Genesis block, from mining one block that, as far as I know, uh, you know, had very few transactions and I could make fun of those transactions, but I already have. So the deal is, James Kahn is representing the rogue CIA. They're trying to cash out just like Peter Thiel cashed out, just like McAfee cashed out, just like Eric Schmidt cashed out, just like Mark Zuckerberg, just like Sheryl Sandberg, just like Larry Summers. All of the evil ones, they all cashed out. And so they need to cash out a Bitcoin, all right? But to cash out big, 
There they want to cash out a million of them now. That's $10 billion. That will crash the whole thing, but that's okay because we Trump is about ready to find out that Bitcoin's code it was simply stolen from Hal Finney and that Bitcoin is run by the rogue CIA. And anybody who says otherwise came late to the game and simply isn't using any logic. And I would be happy to answer any questions you have or answer any um, challenging of the logic of what we've demonstrated because this is just sheer simple logic. We've said it from the beginning. Bitcoin and CryptoCoin cannot exist. Hash trees existed when I was a teenager learning cryptology. It is ridiculous to think that it is the technology that is going to save anything. And to think that it's in the clouds or to think no one administrated or to think there were no codes in a repository or to think that there were no alert keys or crypto keys, then you know nothing. And so all I can say is, as Betsy has said, you can speculate on anything you want. The trick is getting in and getting out. Because you can own a million dollar house, but it ain't worth a dime until you sell it.